good. <laughs> goose laugh. Did you hear that goose no. laugh? No. <laughs> it's the... <gasps> <laughs> Welcome back to Sometimes Shibata Slaps. We're feeling good. I'm Mac. I'm Jubes. Every time I say that, I want to be like, I miss Jubes. Because <laughs> I totally forgot that we said that until I was editing that video, and I was like, that's hilarious. Well, yeah, that's it was actually a, really funny. It was at the end. Um, but here's the thing is that I threw you off, and then I laughed at you for it. <laughs> well, yeah, because you were like... Because I was supposed to say, I'm Mac Joy, but I just said, I'm Mac, and you said, I miss Jubes. Yeah, I was just like, so used to, I was like, we're just saying our handles right so, now. Like, you were right. Like, I don't have a name anymore, I just have a handle. But the, the scenario of the whole thing was just so funny, because you were in the right, I was in the wrong, but the way you're just like, <laughs> I was just like, I miss Jube, and then it was like a beat, and I was like, that wasn't the right thing to say. That was, but it was. I was wrong. I, I threw you off, which was like really funny, though. You just got me back for starting that gingerbread video off, being like, I miss Jubes. And you were like, uh, I'm Mac Joy, and this is sometimes Shabbat's laughs. I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. And welcome back to Book Club, baby. Yes, Book Club number three. Yeah. Trace. See. Si. Trace. Wow. We are in Janvier. Ooh. And then, yeah. So, this month's book club, as we announced at the beginning of January, we are doing uh, Badass Habits by Jen Sincero. Yes. For uh, the audio listeners, I'm doing the YouTube vlog showing with my hand behind the book. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, Jen Sincero is a New York Times bestselling author, speaker, and motivational cattle prod as described on her website okay i was like that's a really odd term <laughs> i know yeah i looked on, i went to her website just to kind of see how she talks about herself but yeah she's an author of um badass habits you are a badass you are a badass with money um the whole you are a badass series there was um, one other book that she authored that i thought was interesting um oh the straight girl's guide to sleeping with chicks interesting uh, yeah so i'm really interested about the premise of that book yeah. Sick nar. She also authors Don't Sleep With Your Drummer. So that feels like a very personal <laughs> anecdote. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so basically, this book is just like, what are habits? How do you build them? What do they do for you? Mm-hmm. How do you break them? That was an interesting thing. She talked a lot about like breaking habits that no longer serve you or that you don't want. Mm-hmm. Which when I think of a habit, I only think of like building or creating them instead of like mm-hmm. breaking them yeah no so it's a interesting i found this book to not be particularly um informational i guess like it's not like an overwhelmingly informational it's like it's technically everything that you just need to hear in that moment if that makes sense rather than yeah. i didn't really learn anything from the book but she just broke it down in a way that if someone did need to learn from this book, exactly. it's very easy. I found there was a lot of, like, I don't know if, like, metaphor is the right word. Yeah. But, like, well, it could have been shortened quite a bit if there was just less of those. But, yeah. like, again, you need that to put it into perspective so that you can understand, like, what she's actually trying to say. Yeah, she does a lot of stories and examples and whatnot from that. Yeah. Um. So, on, as per book club method we're just gonna dive right into it because these always end up being so long exactly um but yeah my notes are not in the book (laughs) chapter one of her book this one's only five chapters long um and chapter four is more of like a a worksheet in book format rather than like an actual chapter so one to three is kind of like the information bulk Chapter four is, like, a worksheet, and chapter five is just, like, a an affirmation. Yeah. It's just, like, you got this. You can do this. Exactly. Yeah. Felt very, yeah, very optimistic. Yeah, very much so. And so, the first thing I have, like, noted for chapter one that I really liked is habits of more 
habits are more about who you are being rather than what you're doing. Yes. And that was like, I don't know, I just resonated with it enough. I really liked how she worded that. Yeah, because it's just like, because so often we think about habits of like something we're doing and not turning like yourself into that habit. Mm -hmm. Because that was one thing that I really liked is she's like, um, you need to make your identity this habit Mm -hmm. in order to fully live it. Like you have to shift Mm -hmm. your identity to match the habits that you're adopting. Yeah. And to like, just jump off the bat here. Like I didn't actually get into fitness until I was like, no, I'm like the fitness girl. Like I, I'm strong. Right. And I'm going to show up and I'm going to be this person. I'm not going to hold myself back and be like, I can't do that. I'm just weak. I'm just the fat friend. And yeah, you and have I talked to, that into existence in many ways, right? But Yeah, um, she kind of writes, like, you have to start thinking, acting, and perceiving the world like the person you want to become, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a form, another form of manifestation where you're like, mm-hmm. like with you, like, you need to believe, hey, I'm a fit girly mm-hmm. in order to be a fit girly. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot of it is mental and... And again, yeah, I spent my entire childhood talking to myself like, oh, no, I'm the fat friend. Yeah. Even though I was not. Um, Just all of your friends were really short. And then sure enough, I put on this weight and then I actually was or am fat or was fat. Yeah. It's a weird. I'm at this weird in between. Fat's not a bad word. No. But yeah. But now that I am big, I'm like, oh, no, I really was not. Yeah, exactly. But now I'm like, no, no, I'm not big. I'm strong. <laughs> and there's, yeah, exactly. And that's the whole issue with weight too, right? Like muscle mm-hmm. weighs more than fat. So you're like, yeah, you might not lose weight, but you're going to gain a whole lot of muscle and still weigh the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So it's like that weird in between right now with fat loss and fitness. Joyous. Fun. fun, fun. Yeah. Um, and then so another key thing about this chapter is like one of the main reasons why people don't stick to habits is because we get bored emotionally and mentally. And that's why integrating it into your personality is so important. Mm-hmm. And even saying that now, I always I keep making this joke of like, I've made sled pushing 500 pounds a personality trait. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, hi, my name is Akila. I can sled push 500 pounds. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, like a habit. Like that's yeah. something really good. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, along with that is, I thought it was interesting how she was like, you need to start your habits in the morning Mm -hmm. because it's easier to complete them before any of the distractions from like your day-to-day life kind of seep in and any temptations come from that. Well, and I see it. I mean, even with working out, I prefer to work out in the morning. Yeah. Um, But when I have to work out in the, like after work or something, right, in the afternoon, I'm dragging my heels, and I yep. sometimes I'm not working out as hard, and yeah, exactly. it just is what it is, right? Well, but, and you have less energy too, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to just go home at the end of the workday instead of like, okay, I'm waking up to go work out, mm-hmm. so I need to go work out. Yeah, yeah, definitely, fully. And so, chapter one also talks about the key elements of habit building, mm-hmm. um, and so these are the trigger, mm-hmm. which is a feeling sound event yeah uh the sequence the trigger and then like the need for like response and reward once you once you get it yeah so with the sequence there was just a thing that a Mm -hmm. little blurb she was like you establishing neural new neural pathways in your brain that allow the habit to like work for you and so you literally have to change the chemistry of your brain yeah for this habit, which yeah. is just bonkers, because no one ever says that. Well, go habit. I mean, habit formation is a formation of of learning, right? And yeah. the way you learn anything is repetition. Exactly. So, but yeah, it was just weird mm-hmm. to be like, you have to change your entire brain in order to do this. Because I'm like, wow, that's a lot of work for a habit, but like, <laughs> you got you got to do it. But it is. It's a lifestyle, right? And you mm-hmm. won't necessarily like again. I b- go back to fitness because it's something that was on my bucket list since like junior high. Yeah. I'm going to work out more. I'm going to work out more. No, I didn't actually do it until I lost my health. Yeah. And so that was my, like, trigger for, like, a full lifestyle overhaul, right? And that's, yeah, she talks about that a lot. She's like, a lot of people don't start that habit until they're they're given, like, almost the ultimatum of, like, if you don't change this, you're going to die. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that kind of kicks them in the butt and allows them to... Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Exactly. Which is so true in so many forms of life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, so, yeah, number three is repetition, which is that neural solidification. Yeah. Uh, key element is ease. The next one's ease. Um, because if it's going to cause you friction, you're less likely to stick with it. Yeah. Right? And so, from again, back to the working out ha- example. This will be a, a theme throughout the entire episode. Get <laughs> used to it. It's one of our main <laughs> habits. <laughs> yeah. Um, the ease for me for working out is that I don't have to think about what I'm doing. That's why yeah. I chose group fitness. I just have to drive to the studio, and once I'm there, I'm getting told what to do. Yeah, exactly. And so that is the ease for me until yeah. I've built this habit, and then I'm like, oh, no, I want to now um, focus my lifting, and that's when I'll switch to, like, a like a, a good life or something like exactly. that, right? That's yeah. out of group fitness. But for now, the ease is having me build these habits and getting this knowledge about fitness yeah that I was lacking prior well and even like with myself like I was doing so good about working out but then as soon as winter hit and it became more difficult for me to actually like get to the gym Mm -hmm. I've completely stopped Mm -hmm. so I'm almost kind of like being forced to like okay if working out is still so important to me which it is I'm gonna need to switch gyms to one that's closer to me so that I actually go Mm-hmm. Even though I love the community that's created at the gym that I go to, and it would make me so sad to leave, but it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not g- gonna go. Yeah. Well, there's one closer to you. Exactly. Like, I drive past it to get to the other one, so I'm like, well, yeah. I should just go there, but you know. But we'll see how, yeah, how life yeah. goes there. Um, the next element is patience. Habit building is not instant gratification, and everyone now is on this high of instant gratification, right? You get it, especially with the younger community, because you have the social media and stuff, which Mm -hmm. is just dopamine hits of instant gratification. Exactly. But good things take time, and good things take consistency, and if you want to get to some place of accomplishment, success, you need the consistency and the time. Exactly. You have to put in a lot of work to get to a place of, like, success almost. hmm Yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day. And something she says with that is just to, like, keep track of the progress you've made so you can see how far you come. Whether that's just being like, I went to the gym today. Mm-hmm. Like, I was there. I did that. Or, like, I woke up and I ate a healthy breakfast. Like, mm-hmm. keep track of what you're doing to build that habit so that you can see, like... You can look back and be like, oh, hey, like, wow. Yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. Which I like with our challenges and stuff. And we have, like, progress pictures along the way. Because it's like, that's where I started and this is where I am now. Like, that's a completely different person. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. And then number six is identity. Shift your identity to match the habits you're adopting. And she even explains this, the whole weight thing that we were just talking about now. Yeah. Um, if you're identifying as the heavier person who somehow dropped 30 pounds, you'll most likely put the weight back on. Yeah. Right. And we also touch on this with um, uh, environmental triggers when it came to relationships and addictions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If you're surrounding yourself with these people who have these bad habits that you're wanting to drop, then you're going to more likely fall back into it. Exactly. And so when you're building habits and building lifestyle and and changing for what you want in your core, you might lose certain friendships and relationships along yeah. the way and you'll adopt other ones that now fit in with your personality more. Mm-hmm. Or you'll find out that you value certain people a little bit more than you used to. Exactly. Before because they fit into this like lifestyle that you're adopting. Yeah, it kind of opens your eyes to like other things and like... I don't know. It's just nice to have a support group. Like, if you're surrounded by people who are doing the same things and want the same things as you, it's a lot easier to accomplish because you're not fighting every step of the way Mm -hmm. to get that. Yeah. And it's not to say, like, to don't blow up every relationship who someone who's, like, not doing what you want to do. But just note that distance will likely happen with people in your life that don't follow the same values or habits that you're trying to work on. Well, and, like, you're changing who you are with Mm -hmm. certain habits. Mm -hmm. And so that can be very difficult for other people to understand because they like who you are now. Mm -hmm. They're scared of who you're going to become because then they're worried that either they're not going to like you or you're not going to like them and they're Mm going to lose someone that they hold dear. But, like, that's not always a bad thing, you know? Yeah, it's just, I don't know, ebb and flow of life. Exactly. And then so what contributes to identity formation? Uh, She talks about words... Um, how do you talk to yourself um, in reference to this identity of yours? 
mind I often call myself a she-hulk. That's not yeah. a, that's not a good thing to Yeah. It's not a positive word for myself, but it's also indicating like girl she's strong. <laughs> yeah, cuz that's what I first thought. I was like, yeah, she-hulk like she she's strong like mm-hmm. don't get in her way like she's strong but not necessarily like the I sometimes raging it, green monster yeah i say it in like a negative way sometimes okay. like big scary michaela yeah but no but the the overall like how i'm referencing to being strong is like oh i'm like really living out my she hulk yeah side okay yeah <laughs> kind of thing um thoughts like what thoughts run through your mind when you do things like walk into a room meet a new person etc mm-hmm I often assume that people are uh, scared of me because of my size or that people don't like me. Right. Which isn't a good way to present myself as this. Because, yeah, because then when people, they feed off that energy, then you're Mm. just confirming your own bias. Exactly. Yeah. I I keep talking about examples. Do you have anything that comes to mind when I'm... Like, I definitely, when I have, like, interactions with people, I need to practice being more like, confident about it and not, like, shrinking myself down because, like, with the imposter syndrome, it, like, I saw a lot of imposter syndrome in this chapter. Mm-hmm. And so I find, like, oh, like, why do you want to talk to me? Like, I'm just little. I don't know anything. Like, but mm-hmm. there's actual situations where, I'm like, no, I am an authority in this situation. I, even just, like, talking to people at the gas station, like, just go into that with confidence. Be like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Instead of just being, like, I just need to hide from everything, you know? Yeah. That's that's how I need to, like, walk into a room. Yeah. Um, for beliefs, next next up is beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what beliefs are you buying into as a result of who you're being? So for me, with this negative self-talk, I'm only scary, I'm not attractive. Right. Right? Yeah. And see, that one was interesting because they also... I don't know if it was in this chapter or a later chapter where she kind of brought up, like, how steadfast are you in your beliefs? Mm-hmm. Do do they change with other people? Like, mm-hmm. And so that's something where I'm not too strong in any of my beliefs. Like, I can be persuaded and I can hear the other side and, like, it kind of, like, changes from person to person almost. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that I kind of resonated with is just being, like, just being confident in my own beliefs and being, like, I'm allowed to believe this. Mm-hmm. This is what I believe and that's okay. Yeah. Fully. Mm-hmm. Uh, feelings. When you think about X, what comes up, right? Yeah. So for me, my example, when I think about being a She-Hulk, I feel closed off. I'm strong. I can do things on my own. I don't need people to like me. Yeah. Hello, anxious attachment. <laughs> well, it made sense now. When I wrote this down, this was in December when I read this book. And yeah. now I was like, okay. That's polite. amazing. Yeah. And then the repeated actions. So what actions do you find yourself doing because of who you're being? Right. So I find myself working out lots, um, not reaching out, semi-pushing people away, negative self-talk, occasional restrictive eating habits, and trying to be smaller. Right. Even though I like being strong. Yeah. I like being powerful. It gives me a bit of an ego boost. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely have, like, hyper-independence because of that. Yeah. So I'm trying to find that balance. Which, yeah, that's a habit you got to build. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't have any thoughts. Any else for chapter one? Right now. Um, well, I just have, like, um... Oh, she talked a lot about um, humans being scared of change. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's so validating for me. I'm so scared of change. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that I was just using it as an excuse so that I could continue to be scared of change. Mm. I'm like, oh, human beings are scared of change. It's okay that I'm scared of change. Justification. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, that's fine. And I was like, wait a second. That's not what she means. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And so she really just gets you thinking about, uh, for me, it was myself. Mm-hmm. It started bringing what she's saying and like turning it inward and i'm like okay like what is a habit that's not ideal or what am i doing of my identity and yeah um for me it's a lot about my physical appearance yeah definitely physical size yeah um yeah i found chapter one really enlightening Mm -hmm. and just like in the whole sense of like accepting or adopting your identity as the habit that you want to build but i definitely connected more to chapter two Mm-hmm. So chapter two is healthy boundaries. Um, and so the quote that I have that I really like from chapter two here is 
Personal boundaries define where you end and the outside world begins. Yeah. Having healthy boundaries means owning your actions, emotions, and needs, as well as not owning the actions, emotions, and needs of others. And that last part is so important. Mm -hmm. How other people react is not your responsibility. Mm -hmm. You... You just, you put your boundary out there, how they react to it, that's not on you. That's on them. And as, I mean, for you, someone who has boundary that's issues. huge for me. I was like, scream that from the rooftops. <laughs> no, yeah, you have a lot, and that's where I think that's where we're, we're different, because I'm mm-hmm. really good at setting those boundaries almost to a fault. Yeah. I'm like, block off, wall up, you're done, good yeah. luck. Because she separates it into like, no. three categories of like, too yesy, too no-y. Too controlly. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was like, I'm too yesy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, she's just, it was nice of her to define boundaries as like, we think of them as like bad, mean, and unbending barriers. But like, for us to clearly like set a boundary about who we are is really good for ourselves and for others. Like, it's very, mm-hmm. it's a very important thing. She's, she says it's a, a gift to everyone, mm-hmm. which I was like, this is what I need to hear. <laughs> Give it to me. Give yeah, me I was more. like, I like this. I like this. <laughs> and so, yeah, two yeses, like, the people-pleasing side of things, right? You you say yes because you don't want to hurt the other person. Yeah. Too much no comes from, like, a uh, like a, f- a fear kind of based. Yeah. Um, more of, like, a, like a rejection based. Yeah, I don't want to be rejected, so I'm going to reject them before they can reject me. Exactly. And then two controllies, like, everyone else is going to mess it up. I'm just going to do it on my own because I'm going to do it right. Yeah. And I want to control the situation. I only want... I don't want you to ask me for help. I want to ask you for help. And like Exactly. And I pretty much fall under the controlly side of things, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely. There was a little bit there. Because um, I'm not a people pleaser. I'm not afraid. But I definitely have the control. Yeah. Yeah, I would see it. The control side of it. Yeah. Um, there was just a point, like, she goes through, like, five points um, of, like, how setting boundaries is going to upset people, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. And so the one that really stuck out to me was um, if you've been terrible at setting boundaries your whole life and suddenly start sticking up for your fine self and your needs, some people will be disappointed, knocked out at first place, knocked out of first place, deprived of their doormat, servant, chef, chauffeur, and might whine, plead, call you selfish, and explain that they will perish if you stop doing everything for them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I need to get that tattooed on my body. (laughs) What are the other ones? Um, Okay, so that was number five. (laughs) Um... The first one is that they no longer get to be right about who you are. And human beings have, like, a need to be right, so that really upsets them. Mm -hmm. Um, And you've gone from, like, a known entity to a new unknown entity, and people fear the unknown with the same zest they have for being right. So they're no longer right about you again. And, like, you're showing them that change is possible. So if there's things that they don't like about themselves, it kind of puts it in their face, like... You can change it, too. Like, mm-hmm. just do it, which a lot of people don't like being confronted with that. Yep. And then, um, in order to shift who you're being and own the new you, you have to basically kill off your old identity, and people get unpleasant when you kill the people they love. <laughs> <laughs> like, Naturally. Yeah, I was like, you, that, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, that works. That works. Yep. But yeah, so those were, like, the five always people are going to get upset when you start like setting boundaries mm-hmm. yeah so okay. it makes sense why that upsets people um, yeah because again it changes scary weird hard exactly and again when we talk about this it's not like do not blow up like relationships with your childhood best friends right but mm-hmm. just understand that you may not be growing together you can still have love for a person exactly but not have them be like a, a primary player in your life mm-hmm the same way that they once might have. Exactly, right? yeah. Um, yeah, so, and then we have, because, yeah, she goes through, like, the two yesy, two noy, two controlly. And in the two controlly one, she has um, a story um, about, like, her sister. 
Jen is uh, falls under the older sister controlling yeah. complex like yes. we do, and I thought it was so funny. And so they used to play a game with her where she would be like, run downstairs, make me and my friend a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, get us some milk, and I'll time you. And then she's like, your record is six minutes and 27 seconds, so see if you can beat it. And so then her sister would just like run off and go do it, but then she would just continue playing with her friends and wouldn't time her, and then she'd get back. Be like, what's my time? What's my time? And she's like, oh, uh, 6.47, so close. You'll beat it next time. Now get out of my room. And I read that, and I'm like, like older sister thing, but very much like Graylin. Yeah, 100%. I read that. I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. That's definitely that's something he would do to Sheraton. That's the way like, he describes it is what he did. I didn't grow up with you guys. Yeah. But I the way like, he described it, I was like, oh my goodness, that is such an older sibling thing to do. Because I would never think to do that. Like I would actually time her. <laughs> <laughs> but Graham would be like, Yeah, like go get this, like I'll time you, and then just be like, Oh yeah, you're like five minutes ish. Yeah. <laughs> amazing but yeah that's not relevant to have a billy but i was just like that's it's just a funny story funny if you're an older sibling let us know if you relate to that 100 percent kind of vibe and then yeah she like in this chapter she also uses the example of like starting a new podcast <laughs> she's like yeah you're gonna need to set boundaries to prioritize starting your new podcast and i was like was this book written for me yeah well and so it's funny things i bought this book uh around I think it was last summer, summer 2021. Okay. I guess last year was 2022, so almost two summers ago now. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. I know, it's the last day of January. Wild. Gasp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so I bought this book, summer 2021, and I started it, and I didn't get past chapter one. Mm-hmm. And then, so now when we're kind of revisiting it, <clears throat> revisiting it, mm-hmm. it is very funny for me to like yeah have that kind of call you out and i'm like wow talk about divine timing right like yeah i didn't i bought this book then i needed this information at some but i didn't realize i needed it until now now. well yeah and like that was something that i was like Mm. i'm feeling so overwhelmed with everything that i have to do but what i need to start doing is creating boundaries Mm -hmm. around the thing like i need to be like nope I'm recording now. I need to do this now. And I actually was really proud of myself because the other night I actually did that. Like, mm-hmm. Bryce called me on the way home and was like, hey, we're having two chachis over for supper. And I was like, sounds good. I'll make more supper. But then I was like, I need to get this video edited because it is Monday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it needs to come out tomorrow. Yeah. And so then I was like, I prepped everything. They got home. I was like, supper's ready when this timer goes off. I need you to finish it. I have to go finish this episode. Yeah. And I just went and did it, and it was totally fine, and it was just, like, the world didn't end like I thought it was going to if I set that Mm -hmm. boundary, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I just need to get better at prioritizing, like, what needs to get done instead of, like, procrastinating it. Yeah. And being like, no, i just rather watch TV right now. And yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, with the podcast, the boundaries, too, I definitely feel some friendship guilt, um, because this is my baby right now. This is yeah. my priority. Yeah. And so I have very much not blown off, um, friends and stuff, but yeah, this is prioritized well, for me now. We're coming at it with a business mindset. Where we're like, yeah, mm-hmm. we are going to turn this into a money making opportunity. And mm-hmm. in order to do that, we need to make sacrifices right now mm-hmm. in our personal lives. Yeah. And so for me on my days off, I don't have the free time to just go visit friends for various reasons. Like, yeah. Schooling is a priority, mm-hmm. and this podcast is a priority for me right now. Yeah. And so, on my days off, I'm doing school, podcast, and then friendship is, like, the last thing exactly. I think of. And that sounds <laughs> so crazy, but for in order for me to have that balance in my life and build the habits that I want in my life, mm-hmm. you have to have these boundaries. And I love my friends, and I love that my friends are low-maintenance people. Yeah. I could not have any high-maintenance friends. I couldn't even have a high-maintenance relationship. I just... There's no way anything that draws emotional exertion from me is not going to be something I... We just don't have time for it right now. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just because you have everything else going on in life, right? Literally. Like, I need to go back and clean our old apartment. And I'm like, when? Yeah. When am I... Like, I have three days off in a row. And I'm like, when am I going to do that? Yeah. Like, I... I don't know. Yeah. But, and so that's, it, 
it's just hard. But yeah, no, like having this like deadbeat line, like, no, I can't, I'm doing this. And mm-hmm. then I can do this. Exactly. And like, you're going to have to meet me between this time and this time. Cause that's all I've got. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah, we just need to be like, yeah. Treating our life like a business where it's like, you have a schedule. You're like, I'm doing this time from this time. You need to work around that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, like, I am so sorry. This is what I can offer you. Yeah. If it doesn't work, we'll try again. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it seems to be right now. Right? Ugh. But yeah, I don't know. It's difficult to start a business. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, I used to be more people pleaser-ish. And to the point I actually, and that's why my health went to shit. Yeah. Because um, I really wasn't doing much for myself. Yeah. Um, that's part of the reason. It's not the only reason, but... I very much once upon a time used to be way more people pleasery, mm-hmm. and I would like accommodate everything for everyone, and I'd overbook myself, and I'd forget about things, and I'd yeah do a backflip to make it all work exactly. Um, but now I'm have a little bit more like since 2019, I've had more of like a selfish mindset, mm-hmm. and that's where I've cut out all of my friends who were a big part of my my party scene that aren't yeah. my aren't my European friends because they're. I think they just live, like... Our friendship is just always there. Like, in my yeah. brain, that friendship is just on pause. Mm-hmm. And we, we'll pick it up when we get back. And we may have partied when we were in Finland, but by the time I see the next... Some of them are already parents. Some of them are married. Yeah, exactly. Like, like their just, life has changed between then and now. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm talking more so of my North American friends. Like, the friends that I was super close with at 18, and all we would do and go is drink. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to those friends or see them as much anymore now, yeah. right? Like... My primary social group is is you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I have some of my very close childhood best friends that I see when I can. Yeah. But all of our lives have just gone like this crazy scattered. Well, and that's the thing. Mix. Like, as you grow up, you get busier. You your priorities shift, and um. Oh shoot! Proximity becomes so much more important for yeah friendships. You have you're living ways. your own life. Which mm-hmm. can be drastically different. You might no longer have things in common with them anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult to find something to do with them that you both enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even when it comes to food, like a lot of people in my life had issues when I was vegetarian. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't think was going to be an issue. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, just make something vegetarian or don't invite me over for dinner. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. Here's this is what this is what I'm doing because my health i'm healing my health right now yeah right like if you don't value me enough to respect me valuing my health mm-hmm. why do i want to be friends with you because mm-hmm. like a lot of it i got it like oh why can't oh just this one time it's not going to kill you or blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. i'm like mm. it could though i'm like if i but if i say yes to this now then it's gonna be i'm gonna say that it's okay to not respect me yeah. moving forward yeah which again sounds i saying it out loud i sound so dramatic i'm like oh no don't be but that's so, how it goes don't be so dramatic michaela but i'm like no but my health going to shit was a dramatic traumatic and, and traumatic like exactly thing in my life and i did the full 180 and so mm-hmm. i did a, a crazy switch up for many people and yeah. i'm aware of that and i don't expect everyone to accommodate for me however if you're gonna invite me over for dinner mm-hmm. you gotta have an option for exactly. me there or just don't do it at all. Exactly. Don't waste my time. Yeah. Because I can cook myself a delicious vegetarian meal at home. Yeah, exactly. If it's going to be too much of a hassle for you. Yeah. Well, and then it shows you where you stand in their sta- in their life, right? Too, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. And that's what kind of hit. Like, people wanted me to come and just push what I wanted at, at that time to the side. Mm-hmm. Because it's not that big of a deal. It's not so dramatic. I'm like, um, yeah, well, I'm treating well, it like an allergy right now. Mm-hmm. You would not make me shrimp. Yeah. Don't make me eat pork, please. Exactly. And it's really not that difficult. Like, mm-hmm. I know when we first started being friends, I was like, you don't like red meat. And I'm like, okay, well then I'll mm-hmm. invite you over for lasagna and I'll just make a lasagna that doesn't have meat in it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and then now I'm discovered ground chicken and it's completely changed my life. So by <laughs> <laughs> by altering my recipes to fit your like needs Mm -hmm. i found something that i love so much more and i'm now incorporating into my meals Mm -hmm. more regularly that's benefiting me yeah so it's like by making that shift i found something that helped me as well Mm -hmm. so that's kind of cool yeah 
and and that's I mean it comes up with like proximity who you're spending your time with and if you guys want to grow together or not Mm -hmm. and just respect that you may not see each other as much if you don't want to grow together exactly that was a fun little rant I was was not anticipating that Mm. so um (laughs) so chapter three is shape-shifting into the new you yes and so with this one this is when she starts turning the book from an information source to more like a journal an active journal yeah um and so for this she suggests that you should start by listing five good habits you've always had five habits that you've worked to get and five habits that you would like to upgrade yeah and then you have to have make sure your head and your heart are aligned when it comes to setting these new habits that you want to upgrade and so some tips for that that she has is stick to the 21 days of habit forming, which is the entirety of chapter four. Yeah. Pick back up immediately if you fall off. And if you've tried this before, what can you do differently? And this kind of goes back to episode, um, our first one of this year, mm-hmm. of our goal setting. Yeah. If you're on your list of goals has been work out more. Yeah. And you don't have any set justification of what more is. Maybe try for this time, giving yourself, I'm going to work out two days a week yeah. for the entire year. Exactly. I can commit to two days. That's not going to be anything extra for me. I'm going to stick with it. And that's going to be my more. Or even if it's just like, I'm going to commit to two days a week for these 21 days. Yeah. And when then you're first starting out, yeah. Building that habit and then being like, okay, that wasn't that bad. Can I commit to three days a week for the next 21 days? Yeah. Yeah. With working out. Um because that's definitely one of my goals is working out more this year but I found a gym that has given me the results and has given me the has made working out fun Mm -hmm. so it's going to be a lot easier for me to do that now than it was in past years because that's been a goal where I'm like I need to exercise more I need to move my body like I need to do that Mm -hmm. but I haven't been able to find a way until recently that's Mm -hmm. allowed me to do that yeah fully Mm mm-hmm so fun do you have any points for chapter three here i have so many points um (laughs) most of them are just like little quotes that she has in the book that i was like that's really cool um so she's like commit to change and conviction will follow so you need to fully commit to what you're doing Mm -hmm. which is what i did when i first started going to the gym because i was extremely overwhelmed and it was changing who i was so i'm like no i'm paying money for this I need to commit. I need to go. I need to see it through. Otherwise, I'm letting myself down and I'm just paying money for something I'm not using. Mm-hmm. And then um, she's like, focus your attention on the desires, feeling the habit, not on the habit itself, which is something I mentioned okay. in the goal setting episode is you yeah. need to like if this isn't you need to make sure this is a goal that you're passionate about that in June you're still passionate about. Yeah. So that you can continue to keep that build that habit for the whole year. Mm-hmm. And so then something that um, goes along with the quote of, like, good habits are about who you decide to be. Um, with this podcast and the self-help books, I was... Ne- I'm never one... I've never been someone to read self-help books on my own. And so <laughs> then starting this book club, it's been a whole, like, identity <laughs> crisis of, like... This is not who I am, but I found a way to think about it where it's like, I'm reading these books to help these people, and I know that by reading these books, I'm going to find a way to help myself as well. So as long as I don't frame it as like, I need to read these books because my life is falling to shit, (laughs) then I'm like, I feel less attached about it, and I'm more open to actually reading the book. (laughs) And I feel bad because I definitely feel like I've pushed you to do things that you don't want to do necessarily sometimes. But I do them because I know that I should be doing them because I know that you're, it will help you. Oh, like when it comes to podcast prep, I'm like, I'm like word vomiting so many ideas at journey and she's just, I can see the panic on her face and she's like, she's ready to shut down and just tell me to piss off. But like, this but, book is a very important thing for me to read because yeah. I need to know the thing. I need to hear the things mm-hmm. in this book. Yeah. I need to know what it looks like to set a healthy boundary. Yeah. I need to know what it looks like to build a habit yeah. or to break a habit. Right. So like I need to read these books and it's just funny to me that 
this is what's getting me to do it. Because <laughs> yeah, for so long, I guess you even said it. I think with um in in Graylin's episode, yeah, that you're like, this is not who I am. Yeah, right. And don't get me wrong, we are partners when it comes to the podcast. Definitely, I don't I don't force Journey to do anything. I just throw ideas, and I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, uh, <laughs> uh I don't know. I need to write an essay about it to figure out how I feel about this. <laughs> That even threw me when you first said, you're like, yeah, I thought this was like a bunch of like BS. I was like, oh. And then I got like really kind yeah. of like timid. I'm like, am I forcing you to do something you don't want to do? But that's, And then we talk about this and you get excited about cycle syncing. And I'm like, okay, no. Yeah, because that's just how I've trained my brain to think about it. I'm mm-hmm. breaking the habit of thinking self-help books are stupid by reading self-help books that I don't think are stupid. <laughs> Because all the self-help books I've been exposed to are like my dad's. And what he needs self-help with is a lot different than what I need self-help with. So like, Mm -hmm. or if we need help with the same thing, I'm going, I'm going to choose a different author than he's going to choose. Like Mm -hmm. how it's presented to him is going to change. Like, yeah, I just need it presented in a different way. Yeah. So it's like being exposed to these books and being like, okay, this is actually a really good way to put that. Wow, like, this is really valuable information. And then I'm, like, going to Bryce and being like, blah, 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 Did you learn this, 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 this? And he's like, yeah, Journey, like, that, like, I, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> welcome to the chat. Um, this is what I've been telling you. So even, like, with the finance one, I was like, this is so interesting. And he has, like, three finance books sitting on his desk that I will never read because they don't, they're not easy for my brain to read. Yeah. But then I read the one by Nicole Lappin, and I'm like, oh my goodness, did you know this? And he's like, yes, Journey, I did. <laughs> Whereas it doesn't really matter how you get there, as long as you get there. Exactly. And right? so that's why I'm, like, very grateful for this opportunity, because it's giving me what I need, but in a way that I never would have thought of going about it. Because <laughs> why did I have to start a podcast to start reading self books? <laughs> Like, <laughs> even that, this the amount of loopholes I have to go through to, like, justify reading this book. <laughs> well, and with that, the book club is just meant to be, like, another uh, supporting evidence of, of a topic, convers- exactly. topic conversation. Exactly, and it's kind yeah. of fun, right? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of books on our book list mm-hmm. are ones that I wouldn't have even thought about reading, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I'm a sucker for a good book, so... So fun. We love to see it. And then, yeah, I think I just had one more thing about this chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, trust that the universe always delivers right on time, which we talked a lot about in the last episode. Yeah. Last last week's episode it is very much that, just reiterated and knocked yeah. in the jaw. And it was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, got it. That works. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was just like, crowd out an old bad habit by creating a new behavior that doesn't allow the old behavior to coexist, which is basically like surround yourself with people who support your new habit mm-hmm. and so i was just kind of like yeah plain and simple that was mm-hmm. what stood out to me i was like that's good definitely and then so chapter chapter four is her like we said worksheet um to habit formation and so this one chapter is intended to be worked through over 21 days you read one section of chapter four over the 21 days and yeah. do the um activity that follows with said chapter mm-hmm we didn't do that. <laughs> I was like, I got to day seven and I was like, people are not going to want to listen to me go through each of the 21 days. Mm-hmm. So we have, so some, but like some of the examples of um, activities that she puts um, in here, like the first one is to create a mantra. And so the mantra is meant to be um, your, your why, your mm-hmm. reminder, and then also an aff- affirmation for you to stick with the habit formation so especially if you're building something that feels so unattainable yeah going back to your mantra to kind of like ground yourself is important and i with that i found it funny that both of us did like the manifestation mantra background on our phones this month yeah i know (laughs) we're both like oh this picture's pretty and then we like put an aesthetically pleasing font and like words that we were important to us over top of it so we could kind of like yeah i've been manifest i've been really into like some uh, tarot card readings recently and there was something that stuck out to me and i'm like i'm gonna make a phone background 
I know, and I did the same thing. <laughs> but I did it first this time, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. You did. I'm ahead of the game. So much so. <laughs> um, and then other things like, yeah, set yourself up with for ease, track your progress. Pro- hey, your her. progress. Your progress. <laughs> track your progress. Um, maybe mooch off another habit, right? And this one's a, um, if you're trying to floss more, make sure you do it immediately after brushing your teeth every time, mm-hmm. right? And kind like, of build it that way. When you put your toothbrush back, the floss is right where your hand is, so you can just grab it. Mm-hmm. Um, refuse to participate in negotiations. This kind of goes back to the whole, like, if you're going to invite me over for dinner, you better have something for me to eat. Yeah. Otherwise, just don't bother. Otherwise, yeah, I just can't come. What's the, like, don't wait, why, why am I here? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, and again, sounds dramatic, but, like... When you're creating when, a habit, yeah. you need to be dramatic. When you're about going it, you through know? a health issue, if someone has heart issues in your life, you're not gonna have bacon wrapped everything for them. Well, yeah, like if someone came over to your house with a severe peanut allergy, you're not gonna serve peanut butter cookies. Yeah, like exactly. It just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Besides the fact, um, anticipate excuses and distractions. Reward yourself. Surround yourself with. Um, like good people mm-hmm. uh, create rituals focus like a friend yeah. this one was really interesting because it's you go it's like you stepping outside of your body and seeing yourself from a friend's perspective yeah yeah have the same compassion for yourself as you do for your friends mm-hmm. yeah like when i'm in my she hulk debbie downer kind of mode yeah i just need to think about i'm like oh no there's a, many people in my life who compliment me and all of my friends who who adore me and I'm, I need to start thinking of myself or treating myself with the same love that they give me. Exactly. Which I feel blessed to have. <laughs> yes. Um, speak it into being, cultivate your confidence, book it was a really interesting one. Okay. It's get, make time in your schedule for your habit. Yes. As if you would for a meeting. Mm-hmm. So if you're scheduling, if you want to go to the gym, schedule it in as if you would schedule in a business meeting. Yeah. And uh, Nicole Lappin also talks about that in her money book as well yes when it comes to saving um give thanks pay it forward surrender rinse review rejoice repeat those are some of the kind of key ones that stuck out to me but yeah each um section gives you another prompt and activity to work with yeah in this book yeah very very good and then chapter five kind of ends on a positive note it's the the audacity to be yourself Mm mm-hmm and the key takeaway that I got from this chapter is you don't need to be perfect and habits aren't meant to make you perfect. They're meant to make you feel more like yourself. Exactly. And the last line of the book is loving your whole self is simply a habit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, preach. Because mm-hmm. I, I really like the way she laid out this book and was like, basically, you need to love yourself enough to create this habit. Mm-hmm. This whole book is about self-love and doing things for yourself that is going to benefit you in the long run. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, so how I introed it with is with this book, I didn't directly learn anything, but I think that's because I've already done a lot of the work. Yeah. But it's a fun reminder for me to reflect on. But if you're someone who struggles with habit formation and you're stuck in these cycles that you want to break, but you can't quite get there. Yeah. It could be really, like, eye-opening for you. And, like, what was your experience with the book? That was how it was for me, where it was, Mm -hmm. like, okay, like, these are the things that I want to change. These are the tools that I need to make it happen. Like, there's a slim chance of me actually going through the whole 21 days and, like, reading it every day for 21 days. But, like, just keeping the the things... Thinking about the things that I want to change and keeping them at the forefront of my mind so I can make a conscious effort to actually change those things Mm -hmm. was... I think really eye-opening and even just like how much chapter two two stuck out to me and like thinking of creating a boundary as a habit Mm -hmm. was just like mind-blowing yeah so yeah it was just kind of it was just kind of nice to see everything that I have like heard but presented in a way that I could hear yeah yeah that was my takeaway from this book I love that and so I guess for the segment then where I guess we don't really like have a segment we don't really do segments with the books but we each did the list of like five habits that we've created, five habits that we've always had, and five habits that we want to bring into fruition, mm-hmm. pretty much. So we're going to share those to wrap them up. Yeah. Okay, so the five good habits that I've always had, it was actually really difficult. 
my gosh, so difficult to like sit and brainstorm. Yeah, you're like, what's a habit? What? How do you define a habit? Yeah, because she gives examples like getting dressed in the morning is a habit, and I'm like, if that's the only habit I have, like that feels kind of sad. <laughs> the fact that I just get dressed, I don't participate in a nudist colony. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, so the five good habits that I've always had is I brush my hair every morning. I I always make sure I eat supper. Um, I enjoy reading. I have really good study habits, and I'm very empathetic and compassionate. Mm-hmm. My habits that I've always had, uh, I brush my teeth every night, high-protein breakfast every morning, um... Meaning I almost always have eggs. I've always had eggs for She's breakfast. She's a big egg girl over here. Big egg fan. <laughs> um, I take my vitamins. That's been a thing since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I can cook for myself, um, which means I don't normally order takeout or whatnot. Yeah. Um, takeout only happens when I'm super busy. Yep. And I listen to music daily, which this one felt weird putting on a habit, but it really is. Like I, It's something you do because I, I just remembered that she phrases it in a way of like, it's your act of self-love for that day. Yeah. Yeah. And the dopamine release and whatnot from exactly. singing, dancing, it is huge in my life. Yeah, so. it's a stress reliever, for sure. Fully. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> we just said mm-hmm the exact same way. <laughs> we become the same person. Literally. Okay, so uh, five habits I've intentionally created and or quit is I've started washing my face every morning. I've started finding a place for things so that I can be tidier, so my space doesn't feel as cluttered. Um, I'm starting to brush my teeth more. (laughs) Thank you to Bryce's dad for buying me an electric toothbrush. (laughs) When I first met Journey, she made a comment that shook me to my core. Because... If, like, anyone who knows Journey, if you can tell how Journey is right now, she's super, like, perfectionist, clean freak, da-da-da-da-da style. But she made a comment to me. She's like, you know, I don't really care about brushing my teeth. And my jaw hit the cement. I was like, what do you mean? Journey doesn't like, doesn't care about brushing her teeth. And I'm so afraid of getting any sort of like tooth issue that I should be like insane about brushing my teeth and flossing. But I'm not. Yeah. Like, I just need to be exposed to like my forensic notes about, um, like teeth issues and like a skeleton and just like how it just destroys your body like i would totally pick you as the person to brush your teeth after every meal oh no what a waste of time (laughs) i was like sorry (laughs) i do not have you pinned at all it's so wild my new toothbrush has um it like vibrates every 30 seconds so that i can switch Mm -hmm. from the four quadrants of my mouth and brush for the full two minutes and Mm -hmm. so my teeth are the cleanest right now than they have ever been in my entire life when i when i I found that out i told you i'm like just get an electric toothbrush and you're like yeah Yeah. you said yeah i'm not gonna do that no i'm not that was gifted to you because so yeah bryce's dad every christmas he buys us he just goes shopping in one aisle and buys something for everyone from that one aisle. And so this year it was the electric toothbrush aisle. And so all of us got electric toothbrushes for Christmas. You needed it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it shook. I was like, what do you mean? Because I was talking about how I don't have plaque on my teeth. Mm-hmm. And my, my dental hygienist is like, yeah, I can pretend to scrape all I want, but there's nothing there for me to scrape. And I'm like, it's my electric toothbrush. <laughs> and I'm like, Charney, you need one. No, it took me a while to get used to, though, because it really just vibrated my whole skull. But anyway, um, my next habit is that I've quit washing my hair down the drain when I have a shower. I now collect it and throw it in the garbage. Um, Random habit, very good. Uh, Bryce appreciates me for it. Um, And then I change out my face cloth regularly so that, I don't know, when I wash my face every day, I have a clean washcloth to do that with. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Habits that I've intentionally created and or quit. Um, I make my bed every morning now. It's fun. Love that for you. Uh, I work out four days a week. I drink water first thing when I wake up. I have a one of those like venti Starbucks like cold cups and whatnot. I drink that entire thing first thing. So impressive. Twenty four ounces right when I wake up. Um, I stop biting my nails. Yes, that's a huge habit for me. I aggressively bit my nails my entire existence. Yeah, that's a very very common habit. 
for mm-hmm. people for sure. And then I normally wake up before seven now. Um, once upon a time, I used to sleep until like two o'clock in the afternoon and not bad an eye. Yeah. Now I am a morning person. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are all really good things. Um, and so now we have like the five habit upgrades that we like to make. And I mm-hmm. could definitely write way more than five. Mm-hmm. But my five right now is fixing my posture, which that's been a, a goal for me for a really long time. But I've finally learned what it is about my posture that I want to fix and how mm-hmm. to fix it. Yeah. So now I have tools to do that. Yeah. Um, I want to start working out more. Um, and I want to start cleaning the kitchen before bed and making sure that the kitchen is clean every night, the dishwashers run so that in the morning it's not just something that I see and then when I have to go make a meal, I have to clean the entire kitchen first to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to, or I want to, sorry, uh, start eating better for all three meals. So having a better breakfast, having a more nutritious lunch, and then incorporating more veggies into my supper. <laughs> And I need to quit procrastinating chores because I have laundry sitting in my room that just needs to get put away. It'll take 25 seconds, but I'm just like, no, that's going to take too long. (laughs) And so it just sits there, which is not nice. Yeah. Uh, Five habit upgrades I would like to make. Um, Putting more attention into skincare. I am... <laughs> the foul person who just sleeps with my makeup on and then picks off my eyelashes and picks off my mascara. Oh my god! Because you have really nice skin. Like I never see you with like a lot of breakouts or anything. So I would have thought that you had a really good skincare routine. I know. Wild. I only wash my face when I shower. <laughs> that um. see, that's like me not brushing my teeth for you. Like yeah. that's weird to me. Yeah. No, I only wash my face when I shower. I sleep with my makeup <laughs> more often than I take it off before bed. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I'm like super anal on is like my lips like i can't have chapped lips so that's mm-hmm. one thing that's really good <laughs> you have to <see> it work. <laughs> my boss comes up to me he's like journey you need to put lip chap on your lips are so dry like do they crack and bleed and i was like yeah but i'm also chewing them off because i'm so anxious right now like it's not just the lip chap my guy <laughs> That's funny. That was hilarious. Anyway, so I won't, I won't take my makeup off, but I'll put like a lip mask on before I go to bed. I call that skincare. That's hilarious. And yeah, the other one time I use cleanser is when I go to shower. Oh my goodness, you're wild. <laughs> I want to prioritize like deep cleaning more. Mm-hmm. Um, deep cleaning meaning don't let dust just like live on my shelves for half the year and like yep. wash my sheets regularly i'm really yeah. good at washing my towel now because every time i do laundry i just throw my towel yeah in and just and so that's been the most consistent that i've ever been with that yeah um but yeah like making a point to like wipe down my sink and clean my sheets and dust and do all that kind of stuff yeah um better time management because i feel like i'm always trying to catch time and i feel like i'm not optimizing time or like i yeah. shut down or get distracted so well that even goes with your um like red flag of double booking yourself too mm-hmm. right like yeah yeah fully i want to prioritize more sleep um because my endocrine system is not happy with me with my current sleep schedule Ooh, i bet your mind hates me mm-hmm. my yeah. immune system's mad at me <laughs> i don't know how my endocrine system is yeah when I case study you, we'll, we'll oh, yeah, touch into that. that. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, and then I want to practice outward gratitude. That I did mention that on our goal list. I am internally grateful um, for a lot of people in my life, but I don't outwardly express it as much as I think people would appreciate. So yeah, that's fair. That on that. Sick nar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my catchphrase right now. I got it from my brother. <laughs> So that's um that's Jen. That's badass habits with Mac and Jubes and Jen. Yeah. And featuring Jen. Jen. Yep. Uh if any of this resonated with you, let us know. We'll yeah, we'll be Yeah, talking and about- if you read the book and have any extra thoughts, please reach out to us and let us know. Like mm-hmm. it's very interesting and we're doing this to create a conversation with you guys especially and to mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess to touch on next month's book is uh how to hug a porcupine yes uh easy ways to love the difficult people in your life uh by dr debbie joffrey ellis i maybe i (laughs) butchered that i was gonna say joffrey no that's not joffrey 
Joffy Debbie Joffy Ellis. All right, yeah, because February's the month of love. Yeah. So, yeah, we're Art- trying to do, like, a, a loved theme book without having it be, like, romance. Blah. Yeah. So, yeah, How to Hug a Porcupine. And then our February episodes are uh, featured to different forms of love. Yeah. So. But not in the way you think. So don't be afraid that we're just going to be, like... The, the quote that's coming to my mind is Olaf. He's like, all things love. And even though it's just, like, him talking about summer, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. I'm Mac Joy. I'm It's Jubes. We are Sometimes Shabbat Slaps. You can find us on, as Sometimes Shabbat Slaps, on all social media platforms. Yes. Um, we've on been our really, website. Yeah, our website. We've been on it with TikToks. I don't know. We're popping off. So it's coming kind of fun. we got some good ones. <laughs> I feel... So old <laughs> on, on the TikTok scene. <laughs> no, we're prime age. We're prime TikTok age. I'm a Vine kid. I did not have a phone when Vine was a thing. Vine was literally a decade ago, and so that's weird for me. That is weird. Oh, yeah. well. so that's that on that, and ta ta for now. Yes, bye.